0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM.
1: Brought to you by Special Light Indicator in and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant in the newsroom. I'm Andrew Green. The state is adjusting its bottled water distribution plan in Benton Harbor as the effort to replace lead service lines around the city comes to its end. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services says water distribution at the Boys and Girls Club of Benton Harbor's Fetig Youth Campus is being discontinued after December 27th, as it will no longer be needed. However, distribution at the Southwest Michigan Community Action Agency continues at least through January 4th. Those who still need water delivered to them can still have it. Meanwhile, the State Health Department says residents should continue to use filters or bottled water for cooking, drinking, brushing teeth, rinsing of foods and mixing a powdered infant formula until they have a home lead inspection. We have a link to apply for those inspections at our website. St. Joseph city commissioners have settled on the final design for the Upton drive reconstruction project. The street from the St. Joseph river to Momeny drive is being rebuilt while all of its underground infrastructure is replaced. Speaking to commissioners last night, city engineer Tim Z bell said the public was surveyed on two possible designs for the rebuilt road. One envisioned a non-motorized path on the side of the road with a more narrow roadway. The other plan had no non-motorized path. Bell said most residents picked Concept 1. You can see that there's a 10-foot wide non-motorized path on the east side of the road. And then there's the travel lanes on Upton Drive are 12 feet wide. That means meets Ashto requirements, American Association of State and Highway Transportation Officials. I am showing that intersection because we did get a fair amount of comments about the safety there. And we do plan to try to change the configuration to the extent that it's possible. Bell said the feedback obtained through meetings and surveys had 22 people picking the path option, 10 picking the wider road option. Commissioners then approved the concept that includes the non-motorized path or sidewalk, as they're more commonly known. Construction could start late next year and finish the following year. The repair bill is in for the Curious Kids Museum building after it was damaged by a fire in July. At a Monday meeting of the St. Joe City Commission, City Manager John Hodson said serve pros costs for cleanup will be covered by insurance the cost is $113,830
0: that has to be paid by the city and then reimbursed by insurance the insurance carrier doesn't pay
1: that directly that's just the cleanup Hodgson said there's also the repairs which will be done by pearson construction and they've come in at an estimated 252 thousand dollars that will also be reimbursed by insurance the curious kids museum is seeking to purchase the building from the city with plans to do some improvements once repairs from the fire are done Museum Director Lori Marciniak told commissioners last night she wants to move forward with the repairs quickly because she's concerned about the state of the roof now that snow is falling. The commission approved the work. Niles, South Haven, and Cassopolis are all recipients of state grants aimed at supporting small businesses and strengthening downtowns. The Michigan Economic Development Corporation announced 35 recipients of Match on Main grants this week. Niles, South Haven, and Cassopolis will each get $25,000 to give to downtown businesses for improvements. In the case of Niles, the grant will go to SNK Cornerstone. In South Haven, the grants will go to Decadent Dogs. While in Cassopolis, the funds go to Curtis Place, LLC. Each one will use their grant for expenses that could support interior building renovations, activation of an outdoor space, business infrastructure related to COVID, marketing, or inventory. The MEDC says of the 35 grants announced statewide this week, uh, they will create or retain 296 full-time jobs and generate around $2.7 million in investment. After 127 years in circulation, the Three Rivers Commercial News has announced it was to close its doors last week. However, that was until Mike Wilcox, the owner of the Southwest Michigan-based Wilcox Newspapers, swooped in at the 11th hour and saved the day. Wilcox says he's bought other newspapers that were headed for closure in the past and shared with us why he bought this one. I just
0: feel that that would be a darn shame if any community newspaper went down, went out of business. And since I have the infrastructure to make them work, it only makes sense that I step in and, and try to save them.
1: Wilcox says he believes the key to success is converting the biweekly newspaper to a weekly and as compensation for the fewer publishing days. Subscribers will be extended for another year free of charge. He also owns papers in Allegan and Pawpaw. The paper will resume printing on Friday. Cornerstone Alliance has announced that SPI Blow Molding, a custom injection molder located in Hager Township, will soon expand its operations. This will generate a total investment of $1.3 million, retaining 40 jobs and creating six new jobs. The additional 12,000-square-foot addition announced this week will provide space for more production equipment, secondary operations, and storage. Cornerstone Alliance Director of Business Development Kathy Tilley says they're proud to help work with SPI Blow Molding on the decision to expand in Berrien County. She says that Hager Township's board's approval was needed. It was granted this week. The township, the company received the green light for an industrial facilities tax exemption on Monday, and the expansion will create six new jobs. SPI Blow Molding has been a custom injection molder since 1952, and the expansion is set for completion in May Those interested in learning more about SPI Industries should check out MoldedParts.com. The St. Joseph Benton Harbor Rotary Club Foundation announced $76,000 in grants for local organizations as part of its funding cycle this week. The Rotary says it supports grants that seek to improve lives in the St. Joseph Benton Harbor area by focusing on health, education, and economic and community development. Receiving grants in this cycle are nine groups, and the amounts range from $4,000 to $12,000. The Avenue Family Network's getting $10,000 for new medical-grade recliners for the adult care program at Harbor House Adult Day Services. Benton Harbor Public Library is getting $10,000 for programming. New Heights Christian Community Development Association is getting $12,000 for its planned laundry hub. St. Joseph Today will get $4,000 for Music on the Bluff. Other recipients are Benton Harbor, CDC Present Pillars, the Center for Growth and Independence, Community Healing Centers, Mosaic CCDA, and Feeding America West Michigan. Since 1980, the St. Joe Benton Harbor Rotary has given out more than a million dollars in grants. And kindergartners at Brown Elementary School in St. Joseph helped Principal Joe Rommel show the St. Joseph Public Schools Board of Education the importance of learning basic coding skills early in education Rommel presented the school board with an overview of computer science standards at the school, how they're implemented, and why they're important for young children. It's hard to think about computer science in kindergarten in the same sentence, but we definitely can start there with our kids. So we need to get them some exposure here at the elementary so they get excited and want to participate. During the presentation, students showed off their coding skills using Sphero Indie Educational Robot Systems. They allow the kids to communicate instructions to little cars using color-coded mats. You can find a video of the demonstration at our website. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. <music> WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwozhak, where furniture shopping is fun. Better than expected numbers in the new Consumer Price Index report were released today. Inflation in the U.S. is at... in November from one year ago. That's down sharply from October's 7.7%. ABC's Karen Travers has reaction from the president.
0: President Biden says the inflation report is good news, that Americans are starting to feel a difference at the grocery store and the gas pump. In a world where inflation is rising at double digits in many major economies around the world, inflation is coming down in America. In fact, this new report is the fifth month in a row where annual inflation has fallen in the United States. The president said prices are still too high and there's a lot of work to be done. But he said things are, quote, getting better and headed in the right direction. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington.
1: U.S. officials say the Biden administration is poised to approve sending a Patriot missile battery to Ukraine, finally agreeing to an urgent request from Ukrainian leaders desperate for more robust weapons to shoot down incoming Russian missiles. The official said the approval is likely to come later this week and could be announced as early as Thursday. Three officials spoke on condition of anonymity because the decision is not final and has not been made public. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky pressed Western leaders as recently as yesterday to provide more advanced weapons to help his country in its war with Russia. The Patriot would be the most advanced surface-to-air missile system the West has provided to Ukraine. It's being called one of the biggest scientific achievements of the 21st century. Scientists at California's Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory have figured out how to make nuclear fusion efficient. It's the way that the sun and the stars power themselves cleanly. Morph, maybe sees Alex Stone.
0: It's been a nearly 60-year attempt to get to right now. Using close to 200 giant lasers pointed at a tiny piece of metal, scientists have generated a fusion reaction that produces more energy than it consumes. Two atoms fused into one larger atom, putting out massive amounts of energy. One day it could be a power source with no carbon output. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. Certain conditions that are found only in the stars and the sun. And now on Earth. It could also help with national security, possibly creating nuclear weapon deterrence without the need for nuclear weapons testing. Alex Stone,
1: EBC News. A massive storm blowing across the country spawned tornadoes, wrecked homes, and injured a handful of uh, people in parts of Oklahoma and Texas, including the Dallas-Fort Worth area. The storm also has residents of much of the central United States from the Rocky Mountains to the Midwest bracing today for blizzard-like conditions. Some tornado damage was reported in Oklahoma, and forecasters warned Louisiana, Arkansas, and Mississippi could also see flash flooding and tornadoes from the same weather system. Authorities in South Dakota and Nebraska shut down interstates due to freezing rain drifting snow and high winds. Hospitals around the country are dealing with a surge in patients. It's not just COVID, but other respiratory illnesses causing people to get sick.
0: A perfect storm of COVID, RSV and the flu have emergency rooms overflowing again in cities like New York and LA, pleading with people to mask up when in public to avoid spreading any of them. At University of New Mexico Health, the hospital ERs have never been this full. Dr. Steve McLaughlin. Our emergency departments have been holding 80 to 100 patients that are admitted that are waiting for beds in the hospital because the hospital is so full. On the COVID side of things, doctors say the Omicron subvariant spreading right now are increasingly immune evasive. Alex Stone, EBC News.
1: The Kremlin says President Vladimir Putin has ditched his annual marathon news conference following a series of battlefield setbacks in Ukraine. It's a tacit acknowledgement that the Russian leaders' war has gone badly wrong, and Putin typically uses the year-end ritual to polish his image. He answers a wide range of questions on domestic and foreign policy issues to demonstrate his grip on details and give the semblance of openness, even though the event is tightly stage-managed. With his troops on the back foot in Ukraine, observers say the risks of an even highly choreographed event may be too great. Meanwhile, Moscow is standing by Serbia in its dispute with Kosovo. More maybe ABC's Tom Rivers.
0: Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov says his country stands unconditionally with Kosovo Serbs and that their rights be protected. The roads in Serbia's former province, which proclaimed independence in 2008, were blocked with heavy vehicles a day after the Serbian president said he would ask the NATO-led peacekeeping force to permit the deployment of 1,000 Serb troops in the Serb populated north of Kosovo, saying they were being harassed.
1: WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.